Welcome to Bible at Bedtime, a podcast where I, Amber Lawton, read Bible passages to help you fall asleep. I started this podcast because I had issues with falling asleep and found the Word of God to be something that brought me peace and allowed me to rest. Before I begin tonight, I want to take the opportunity to thank many of you, my supporters, who have reached out to me to encourage me, to keep me faithful to this commitment of reading Bible passages. I cannot thank you enough for telling me how needed this really is. If you would like to know how to reach me, just go to Instagram and find Bible at bedtime. And now, a word from our sponsor. Tonight's episode, we are continuing with the courage to conquer. I'm starting with Joshua chapter 4. Before I begin, go ahead and take a deep breath in. Allow yourself to settle in wherever you are deciding to listen to this. Make sure, of course, that you're not operating machinery or driving but you're using this as a tool to help you relax and potentially fall asleep. Go ahead and take one more deep breath, slowly letting it out. Let out the day's troubles, the day's stressors. Release everything that you're clinging to. As you breathe in, Go ahead and breathe in the hope, the strength that you need. It can only be found in God with His Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this time. Bring us peace. Give us rest. Help us to find true stillness. Joshua chapter 4 When the entire nation had finished their miracle crossing of the Jordan, Yahweh said to Joshua, Choose twelve men, one from each of the twelve tribes of Israel. Instruct each of them to take a stone from the riverbed, twelve stones from the very place where the priests stand with the ark. Have them carry the stones over the place where you camp tonight. So Joshua summoned the twelve men he had selected from the Israelites, one per tribe. Walk out to the middle of the riverbed to the ark of Yahweh, your God. Each of you choose a stone and lift it up onto your shoulder. One stone for each tribe. The stones will always be assigned to you. Someday, when your children ask you, why are these stones so important? Tell them, the Jordan stopped flowing in front of the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh. The floodwaters were completely cut off 
These stones will serve as a memorial for Israel forever. The Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of Israel from the middle of the riverbed and carried them to the camp and put them there. Joshua set up the memorial stones they had taken from the exact spot where the priest stood, bearing the ark in the riverbed. They remain there to this day. While the priests remain standing in the middle of the Jordan with the ark on their shoulders, the people hurried across. All the instructions Yahweh had given to Joshua were carried out, just as Moses had told Joshua. And when Israel had finished crossing the ark of Yahweh, and the priests crossed as the people looked on, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh went across, armed and ready for battle, in front of the Israelites, as Moses had commanded them. In all, about 40,000 men were equipped for battle, and they all marched before Yahweh to wage war on the plains of Jericho. On that day, Yahweh exalted Joshua before all the people. As they had stood in awe of Moses, so they stood in awe of Joshua for the rest of his life. Yahweh said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come up from the Jordan. So Joshua did as he was commanded, and the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh came up from the riverbed, and the moment their feet touched the western bank of the Jordan, the flood waters surged back in place where they were before and returned to the flood stage. The people experienced the miracle crossing of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month of the Jewish calendar. They established their base camp at Gilgal, east of the Jericho, where Joshua set up a memorial with the twelve stones taken from the Jordan. He told the Israelites, In time to come, when children ask their fathers, Why are these stones so important? Tell them, Here is the place where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For your God Yahweh dried up the waters of the Jordan before your eyes until you crossed over, just as Yahweh, your God, did for us years ago. He dried up the Red Sea while we crossed over. He has done these miracles so that all the earth will be in awe of the mighty power of Yahweh and that you might always obey Yahweh, your God. Chapter 5 All the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea became terrified of the Israelites. For when they heard how Yahweh miraculously dried up the Jordan so that the Israelites could cross over, all their courage melted away 
At that time, Yahweh commanded Joshua, Make knives of flint and circumcise the men of Israel again. So Joshua made stone knives and circumcised all the men at a place they named Circumcision Hill. Joshua had to circumcise all the men and boys, all the fighting men. Although they had been circumcised before leaving Egypt, the male children born during the 40 years they spent in the wilderness had not been. Also, by the end of the 40 years, all the fighting men who had come out of Egypt had died because they had not listened to the voice of Yahweh. So Yahweh made an oath that they would not see the land he had promised to give their ancestors, a fertile land. So he raised up their sons in their place, and Joshua circumcised them because they had not been circumcised on the way. After the circumcision was completed, the whole nation waited in the camp till their wounds had healed. Then Yahweh said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away your disgrace from being slaves in Egypt. For that reason, the place is named Gilgal to this day. While encamped at Gilgal, not far from Jericho, the Israelites celebrated the feast of Passover. In the evening of the 14th day of the month of Abib, the very next day they ate, for the first time, food grown in Canaan, roasted grain, and flatbread made without yeast. On that day when they ate the produce of the land, the manna stopped falling from heaven. The Israelites never ate manna again, but that year they enjoyed the fruit of the land of Canaan. When Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw, standing in front of him, a man holding a drawn sword. Joshua approached him and said, Are you on our side or on our enemies? Neither, he replied. I have not come to take sides, but to take charge. I am the commander of Yahweh's armies. At once Joshua threw himself face down to the ground and worshipped. And he said to him, I will do whatever you command, my lord. The commander of Yahweh's armies said to Joshua, Remove your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. And Joshua obeyed. Chapter 6 Now the gates of Jericho were bolted and barred because of the Israelites. No one could get in or out. Yahweh commanded Joshua, See, I have given Jericho its king and mighty warriors into your hands. March around the city with all your men of war once a day for six days. Have seven priests carry shofars in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the shofars. When you hear the blare of the shofars, have all the people shout with a mighty shout of joy. Then the walls of the city will collapse before your eyes, and your whole army must charge straight in. So Joshua, son of Nun, 
summoned the priests, and instructed them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and have seven priests carry seven shofars in front of the Ark of Yahweh. And to the people he said, Forward, march around the city, and set an advance guard of armed men to march ahead of the Ark of Yahweh. At Joshua's order, the seven priests carrying seven shofars advanced before Yahweh. The Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh followed them as they made long blasts on their shofars. The advance guard marched in front of the priests who were blowing the shofars. The rear guard marched behind the Ark, and the shofars blared the whole time. Now Joshua had commanded the rest of the people, Do not shout. Remain silent. Don't make a sound until the moment I command you to shout. Then lift up a shout with all your might. So the Ark of Yahweh circled the city once. Then they all came back to the camp in Gilgal and spent the night. Joshua rose bright and early the next morning, and the priests took up the Ark of Yahweh. They armed men and the seven priests, carrying the seven shofars, marched in front of the Ark of Yahweh, blowing their shofars continually. And their rear guard followed the Ark of Yahweh, while the trumpets kept sounding. On the second day, they circled the city once, and again returned to the camp. They repeated this pattern for six days. On the seventh day, everyone rose at daybreak, and they marched around the city in the same manner seven times. After their seventh time around, when the priests were about to blow the shofars, Joshua commanded the people, Shout a shout of joy. Yahweh has given you the city, Jericho, and everything in it are to be a devoted offering to Yahweh. But spare Rahab the prostitute and everyone in her house because she hid our spies. You must not take for yourselves anything that is dedicated to Yahweh, or you will bring trouble and destruction to the entire Israelite camp. Everything made of silver, gold, bronze, and iron is sacred and devoted to Yahweh. Place all of it in Yahweh's treasury. The people were ready to shout with a great shout when they heard the shofars. As soon as they heard the blast of the shofars, they raised a massive shout of jubilee like a thunderclap, and all at once the thick walls of Jericho collapsed. Everyone rushed straight ahead and captured the city. They utterly destroyed all that was in Jericho. Men, women, young, old, livestock, donkeys, everything was destroyed with the sword. Joshua told the two spies who had entered Jericho, go to the prostitute's house and rescue her and everyone in her house, just as you promised her. So the two spies brought out Rahab, her father, mother, brothers, and sisters, and all who belonged to her, 
and gave them refuge outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned Jericho to the ground and all that was within it, only the silver and gold, brass and iron, were placed into the treasury of Yahweh's house. Yet Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute, her father's family, and all that belonged to her. She lives among the Israelites to this day, because she hid the two men Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Afterwards, Joshua pronounced this solemn oath. May Yahweh curse anyone who attempts to rebuild this city, Jericho. He will pay for laying his foundation with the life of his oldest son and for setting up its gates with his youngest son. Yahweh's presence was with Joshua and he became famous throughout the land. And now would be a time as you rest to let the walls crumble the walls that keep you from purpose the walls that keep you from destiny now is the time to sacrifice your way for that of Yahweh breathe slowly and allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you, to guide you, to direct your path. May the Lord bring you dreams tonight and show you the way to purpose, to fulfillment, to areas that you are meant to conquer. now we continue with Psalms 24 in the Passion Translation the King of Glory David's poetic praise to God Yahweh claims the world is his everything and everyone belong to him he's the one who pushed back oceans to let the dry ground appear planting firm foundations for the earth. Who comes before the king? Who then is allowed to ascend the mountain of Yahweh? And who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? Those who are clean, whose works are ways are pure, whose hearts are true and sealed by truth. Those who never deceive, whose words are sure, they will receive Yahweh's blessing and righteousness given by the Savior God. They will stand before God, for they seek the pleasure of God's face, the God of Jacob. Pause in his presence. Lord, may our hearts be pure and true and sealed by your truth. Lord, 
may we be able to enter into your holy place. We know that we belong to you, Lord, and we pray that we know you more deeply. Our desire is to please you. Verse 7 So wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory, for he is about to come through you. You ask, who is the King of glory? Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Yahweh, invincible in every way. Wake up, you living gateways, and rejoice. Fling wide you eternal doors. Here he comes. The King of Glory is ready to come in. You ask, who is the King of Glory? He is Yahweh, armed and ready for battle, the Mighty One, the invincible commander of heaven's host. Yes, he is the King of Glory. And Lord, as we sit in your presence, we recognize you as the King of glory. We see that you have entered in. May your glory fill this place, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the fullness of who you are. Thank you, Lord, the King of glory who has entered in. And now, you should be resting or relaxed. If you have not fallen asleep, you can replay this audio. May you sleep well tonight, knowing that you belong to Yahweh. King of Glory.